Look at that black girl, look at that black girl, it's look at that black girl. It's the Eye of Ra Show with DJ Empress Ra. Queen, 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 yeah. Yo, you smell it like watermelon, mango and dreams all at the same time. I couldn't even imagine what you taste like. Treat me like an alien, I'm new to the earth But your soul from the root that it hurts So let me probe your mind, yeah Cause we can talk about the universe and grow on time Plus you got a glow unlike any other I've seen Chalk that up to the melanin Chalk that up to your elegance Chalk that up to the relevance You put in them paragraphs You post empowering people with them sentences Ooh, passion Soul of an African and I can't help trying to grab a bit. That black girl magic. 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 Magic, magic. Black girl magic. That black girl magic. That black girl. Look at that black girl. Hit me with all of that melanin. Hocus, hocus, baby. Hit me with all of that melanin. Hocus, hocus, baby. Radio.com and it's your host, yours truly, Empress Ra. Show number 33, we are moving right along. August is over. Just like that, we are moving into September. Fall is here. And I know that the state of the nation is in a very weird space, but you already know that this this space is safe and it's going to be a really good vibe. I have a special co-host, a very, very, very dear friend of mine, the social wife. She will be co-hosting with me on today's show. So we're going to keep it light and bright. I was contemplating on what to do for this week's episode with everything that's going on. 
I um, was conflicted because um, there's just been so much shit that's been happening around us. Um, but I think that this is a perfect, perfect show because uh, The Social Wife is amazing and we're going to keep it really funky with you guys and hopefully get you in better spirits if you have been feeling down. So keep it locked. We're going to listen to some music. You are listening to the I of Ross show on ABL Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to the I Ra Show on ABLRadio.com, and it is your host, yours truly, Empress Ra. And I have my beautiful co-host with me, Ashley Adams, the social wife. And let me tell you about this girl. She is, we're really good friends. We've known each other uh, for a couple of years now. I've been through some things. And she's gonna hold it down with me um, today on this week's episode because we just kind of we're trying to keep it light and bright. And I just, I just can't wait for you guys to meet her. Ashley Adams, what up? Hey, how you doing? It's so good to see you. So good to have you here. Um, the Social Wife. Tell, tell the people a little bit about who you are and what you're about. I am The Social Wife. I'm Mrs. Ashley Adams. That's my sexy voice, y'all. So, no, I, I started The Social Wives Club. It initially was Halftime in Heels, which is a really cute name. I still own the URL. But um, Halftime in Heels was supposed to be, like, for coaches' wives because my husband's a football coach. And I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about sports and all that comes along with being a coach's wife. And it got really boring. And I was, like, kind of losing myself in that because I was, like – just doing sports stuff and it's cool and all but it's not all me and so yeah I transitioned into to talking to wives because I feel like I had something to say so I chronicle my marriage I talk a lot about sex and just things that I experience I I kind of fell off a bit you know it happens you're you're married with a job and kids and all this other stuff but I'm getting back on these quickies because I do these morning quickie videos one minute to get it and I give it to you real good Yes, I do. It's a relationship advice. So, yeah, that's me, the social wife. I have a blog. I'm getting ready to start doing these forums, classes, all of this to help you maintain yourself to be a boss wife and have a boss life. I love it. And what I love the most about the social wife is that your brand encourages women like myself who are not married. And I'm, you know, whenever I think about marriage, I get anxiety. I'm just like, "Mm, not today. Um, you know, and so when I, when I look at what you're doing, it inspires women like myself who have businesses and who are extremely active and social and out there in a community that, you know, you can 
be married and and have that life as well, which I think is super dope because a lot of times women get married and then they just disappear. And they lose their identity and they lose themselves and they lose the things that they love. So, you know, make sure you guys check out The Social Wife and she's going to hold it down with me today. Um, you just came back from the Dominican Republic and it was your first time out the country, ma'am. So now that you have the international bug, you know, tell us about your experience and, and how it was going out of the country for the first time. So the DR was amazing. I am, am good and married, but if I was not, the men the men were in line, okay? I, it made me feel like a celebrity. I was walking around with the shades on, not because it was sunny, but because, you know, paparazzi, that's how I felt. Um, but it was amazing. I mean, I went snorkeling for the first time. I was in the water. That was a little scary because, like, all these locals came, and they were like, oh, come with me. I'll pay you to do this, and we got drugs. And I was like, well, I ain't about that life. But... I mean, I had a great time. It, it was it was my first time out of the country. It was. A, a they said that they said that they'll pay you to do what? Okay, so not me specifically. One of the guys was like really into me, and I was like, mm, I'm good and married. And so a friend of mine, he is a gay man, and he the guy was just talking to him, and he had shared with him like the guy was saying, oh, there's beautiful women here, and he's like, yeah, there are, but I like men. And the guy said, well, pay me twenty five dollars, and you can give me head. And I said, well, who's winning here? Like, you get paid and you get head. I, I was so confused. What kind of... Wait. That, wow. Only you, Ashley. Only you... I swear you have the craziest story. That's why I had to have you on the show. Because this week... I mean, the state of affairs in this country has been, like, so depressing. And I'm like, shit, I don't know what to do. And you are the perfect person. Because you make me laugh and make me feel better. And come up with these crazy stories. So, with your first time going out the country, um, what would you recommend to anybody that is traveling? You know, something that you wish you would have known before you went. I wish I would have packed a little bit lighter. I wish I would have packed a little bit lighter because I was bringing stuff in and I was like, oh my God, my suitcase. I had a little like carry-on suitcase and I was like taking drawers out and dresses, putting them in my book bag so I could fit my stuff in my suitcase. So I wish I would have packed a little bit lighter knowing that I was going to bring stuff back. And then, um, yeah, one of the girls lost her passports. And so that was an epic fail. Her friend was like, oh, I gave your passport back. First of all, let me tell you something. Don't let nobody else hold your passport because apparently the girl had everybody's passports with her and one of them slipped through the cracks i personally think she didn't want her on the trip anyway so she flushed it down the toilet because how do you lose a passport from the airplane to where you're docking at but anyway the girl had to go back on the plane back home so they tell you to make copies of your passport do that so that probably could have saved her like she might have still been able to come to the country but she need a new friend wait can we talk about how she said passports Absolutely. She was like, everybody, I got your passport. I get everybody. And she was of the Caucasian persuasion. So that was really, really confusing. Because I turned around. I said, wait a second. Hey. And she was a part of your group? Um, She was not a part of my group. So I was definitely ear hustling and just trying to see what was going on. Uh, what got my attention is when I heard the word passport. That's when I was like, wait a second, what is going on? She was like, I get everybody a passport back, so I don't understand why you ain't got your passport right now. So. Actually, I can't stand you. Oh, my God. All right, so what is on your playlist when you're traveling to the DR? What are you listening to? You know I'm all about music, and I love to always find out what people love to listen to. So what is on your playlist? So my friend introduced me to Siza. That's how I say her name because that's how it's spelled, Siza. Um, and I, I really like, I mean, we all know she had like this super huge single that's out right now. Yes, Love Glore. Yes, Love Glore. But I was listening to Real Niggas Don't Desire Pussy, which really confused me in the beginning because I was like, real niggas do deserve it. Like, what? Anyway, so that was, I was listening to a little bit of Siza and... Um, Real niggas do not deserve pussy Meaning it's more you see Right through walls ain't talking about pussy Meaning you deserve the whole box of chocolates Come with me Forrest Gump had a lot going for him Never without pussy You know Denny almost gave it up
and I was listening to Tasha Cobbs. That's a great mix. That's a balance, right? Real new. That's a, no, that's perfect. That's like that's like having. There's people out there who are a mix of Solange and Cardi B. What do you think about Cardi B? I meant to ask you. What do you think about her? What are your thoughts on Cardi B? I have my thoughts, but I'm curious to know because she's dominating everywhere right now. I'm not a hater. All I want to say is these expensive. These is red bottoms. These is blood shoes. Hey. No, I really like that song. Like, I don't know. And I don't even, like, listen to... I'm not a huge music person. Like, I have one album. I just listened to the whole thing for two years. Um, but I... That song is dope. Like, so, yeah. I don't... I'm a big Cardi B fan. I was definitely following Cardi B on social media way before. I think we were still working together, and I kept showing her videos. Like, look at this Puerto Rican chick. Or is she Puerto Rican? Dominican? I don't know what she is. But she's from the Bronx, and she's hood. But she keeps it real. She keeps it real. So you have a mixture of SZA and Tasha Cobbs. <clears throat> Tasha Cobbs is who now? For those that I don't think my followers, they may not know who that is. Who is that? Let me introduce y'all to Tasha Cobbs. No, Tasha Cobbs is a uh, gospel artist. She does a lot of worship music. Um, I'm familiar with her because, well, I was familiar with her before. I started going to my church, the Dream Center Church of Atlanta. Bishop William Murphy III is my pastor, y'all. Anyway, Tasha Cobbs is a praise and worship leader, but she's a real cool person, and I love her music. So she she just dropped an album called Heart, Passion, Pursuit. I feel like I should be getting paid for this. Like, I'm really doing a plug right now. But anyway, yeah, I was listening to her album. It's dope. And I saw that and um she did a single with Nicki Minaj of all artists, Nicki Minaj. And I heard the song and then I looked it up and there's articles everywhere about the controversy of the fact that a gospel artist like Tasha Cobbs teamed up with Nicki Minaj, someone who they consider a, mis a misogynistic artist. You know, she's very vulgar in her lyrics. What are your thoughts about that? I just want the haters to be humble. Sit down. No, seriously, I am a little annoyed by it because I just feel like, dude, let her live. Like, we don't know everybody's journey. We don't, we're not God. We don't have all the answers. Tasha Cobbs had a little cute clap back. And she was like, Nicki Minaj know God more than some of y'all. And I'm like, yeah. And then all these people are like, Nicki Minaj is not a believer. I'm like, how do you know what her life is? Yeah, she talk about titties and booties and having sex and all of that. But guess what? She's just doing it on an album. You're doing it inside your house. So what's the difference? But Oop. Oop. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her face right now. <laughs> oh, my God, Ashley. It's been a long time since we've done this. Oh, I'm excited. So we're going to listen to the song, and we're going to be right back. I definitely want to talk a little bit more. Keep it locked. You're listening to The Eye of Ross Show on avioradio.com. Vibes maneuver the jet ski Cause I serve a god that parted the Red Sea Multi-million dollar commercials for Pepsi From food stamps to more ice than Gretzky I don't gotta talk, the Lord defends me I watch them all fall for going against me Cause me and all my angels shot the devil up While you was trying to pull me down, I leveled up I leveled up twice, I leveled up three times He tapped them and told them she's mine So even when I cried, I knew I'd be fine Prepare for a miracle blessing in these times now praise them, raise them, name it, claim it Every tongue that rises up against me, shame it I breathe success in and out my lungs Got the power of life and death coming out my tongue Welcome back, you're listening to the I Ross Show on ABLRadio.com And it's your host, Empress Ra, and your co-host The Social Wife Yes, we are here chopping it up, trying to keep it light and bright Trying to make your day a little bit better It has been a shitty couple of days across the nation I definitely want to take a moment to talk about Houston. And just just, just from my perspective and with everything going on. Now, I am from Florida, even though I don't like to claim it, right? And I've been through quite a bit of hurricanes <laughs> in my life. And I know how devastating it can get. But a lot of times when natural disasters happen and you're so far removed, so far removed from it, there's really nothing that you really can do but wait it out. You know, especially if you're not there to lend a helping hand or you don't have money. But, like, with this whole Houston hurricane, Harvey, which, I don't know, like, hit it, it, ooh. 
I, I was feeling like a lot of anxiety over the past couple of days because I was feeling so helpless. Like I felt like my donation was, where is it going? Who's really gonna get this money? I'm, I'm donating, is it for me to make myself feel good? I can't go to Houston. It's not advice for me to go to Houston. So it's just been like a weird space. And I know that everyone's talking about it. And then you got like a whole bunch of critics I mean, first of all, I hate the media. You know, mainstream media is just a bunch of bullshit because they feed you what they want and they tell you these stories so that you can feel a certain type of way. They clickbait you. It's just a bunch of, you know, craziness. What? How are you feeling about the whole Houston fiasco? Yeah, like you, I am from Virginia Beach, so I have been through a few hurricanes too. So um, I will admit, <clears throat> excuse me, while a lot of it was going on, I was in the Dominican Republic. And so, and I will admit this too, I don't want to mean it seem insensitive, but when you're like in an area that there's a lot of hurricanes, you kind of brush it off a little bit. Like in Virginia Beach, they'd be like, oh, hurricane this. And you'd be like, okay, it's going to rain. And so I didn't think it was going to be as big as it was. You know, sometimes the the weather is like, this is huge. And then it's like, oh, we had an inch of rain. So when I came back, I was like, dude, this was like, you know, really serious. And so sometimes you do feel helpless. Like, you know, what can I do? I'm a church girl. I just pray for people. You know, I, I can send money, but again, they're talking about all these scams. And it's ridiculous. Like, people get real heartless when it comes to stuff like this. Like, I was reading an article, and they were selling, uh, Best Buy was selling water for $42. Yes, bottled water for 40 like, a, a pack of water for $42. Are you kidding me? Girl, no. Best Buy. Like, the big, that is a, that is so horrible. And I, I also saw that people, when they evacuated their homes, like once the water receded, people were going in and, and robbing homes. That's what they do. They're looters. So now they're under a curfew. I know they got the curfew thing going on. Curfew don't mean shit to people that want to rob. Like, it's just, it's just devastating overall. Like, this, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to swallow. And for me, you know, I have a lot of Facebook friends and acquaintances who are just like, I lost everything. Like, I've been evacuated. I just got back to my house, and my entire apartment is gone, you know? It's like, what do you say to people like that? Like, what? Because you're like, oh, I'm praying for you. And I am not a fan of the meme prayers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, find a really dope image and say, pray for Houston, and then you can go about your day. You know, for me, and, I, and then I'm, I'm also not a fan of those who judge people for not saying anything like bitch you don't know what i do you don't know if i donated a hundred thousand dollars i didn't go on instagram and be like hey guys i just donated three thousand dollars to the red cross i'm gonna tag everybody and if i don't do that it's like mm, she didn't donate who do that's true. And then there, it's it's beyond money, too. I'm sure that you can donate blood. You ain't got no money. You know, you never know what, what issues may be occurring. Um, I always think about babies and, you know, pampers and, and formula. There's a whole, there's somebody out here who's getting wick and they got, like, a whole bunch of formula. Donate it. You ain't using it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's ways to, to give. But you do have to be cautious. It's so sad that we're in a society where you're giving, someone creates a fake a hope for you. Houston account and you were giving them money and then they cashed it out, you know, cash me outside. So <laughs> yeah, I, you do have to be careful. So I think sometimes in the wake of everything happening, you just find out what they need. But really the aftermath is when I feel like the real stepping in, like once you realize, okay, this is how the damage is. Now let's come together and donate water. Let's come together and donate gently used clothes and all of that. I mean, all that stuff is, I think about the stuff is material like you can get new things and so yeah it's still hard but then you think about lives and I always think about things like like pictures and you know just things that you can't replace and that's what that's where I was really affected by a couple of things one uh, a Facebook friend she was one of the girls who was just like you know I just got back to my house and she's a, um, a calligraphy artist and all of her hard work, she's like, my, she has like affirmations that she's been collecting for years. She's like, it's all gone. Like those things you can't bring back, you know, that, that really affected me. And then, I don't know, not to be in, like, some people are like, you know, pets don't matter, but like, they were a ton of pets that were stranded. And I was like, this morning I read an article that a mother died trying to save her child in the current, it was just, it's a lot. It's a lot, and for me, <clears throat> in my show, I always talk about, because, you know, every time we, we have a, a show, 
I'm always like, this world is like crazy and I feel like I'm going to go crazy. You got to make sure that you're good first before you can even be of assistance to anybody else. You know, for me, I'm like, I can't even function myself. I got all these things going on. You know, Trump out here looking a hot mess. (laughs) It's crazy. But you know what's another thing that I also noticed, which I definitely want to talk about with you, especially because you are in the church is good old Joel Olstein, our friend Joel Olstein, who you know a lot of people are a fan of and a lot of people are not a fan of um, because, you know, he is based in Houston, Texas, and there has been drama that he wouldn't open the doors of his church. There was conflicting stories about it being flooded and then it not, and now apparently it is open and he got that thing popping, you know, but people are, like, going in about it. What, what are your thoughts about that? So I have several thoughts on this. First of all, again, people always, let me tell you something. Social media tells you what they want to tell you. So you only are really getting the social media side of the story. Now, I hadn't really known. I'm like, okay, he didn't open his church. And then he had posted a picture saying that it was flooded. And then he kind of was like, well, we want to be prepared. And so I saw this Facebook. Can I read this really quick? Okay, because it gave me so much joy. Franklin Smith, I don't know who you are, but whatever you said, it made sense. He said, a storm hits and now everyone has a master's in emergency preparedness. I leave Joel Osteen alone. Folks ain't been to church in 10 years and mad because he supposedly won't open the doors and let people in. Whose insurance is going to cover that? Who's responsible for the safety of the people? Who's liable if someone gets hurt in the building? Like, this is stuff that we don't think about. Who pays for the damage that's sure to come? Is every government-owned business in Houston open? Are the offices of the nonprofits open? Are the campuses of the colleges open? Or do you just like to be mad at the church you don't support because they won't open the doors to you? Oh, they're being hypocritical because they preach Jesus throughout the week but can't help every single person in need in America all at the same time. I'm reading fast. This is long. Joel Osteen is a millionaire and isn't doing anything, but your president is a billionaire and has a private jet, but you're not mad that he didn't send it to pick up flood victims. Why do you want pastors to live in poverty so bad? You won't give up $20 to support your friend's business, but believe pastors should get everything they have to help others. Get a like Joel Osteen was mean he'd invite if he was mean this is funny he would invite all of his recorded members to shelter in the church and leave others out now that would be petty this is what he says and last but not least as a deacon who's gonna clean up while all these people leave oh I guess that's where I come in this is the Facebook post so I, I feel like it touched on everything but at the end of the day what I from what I understand because I only get the media what the media gives me Joel Osteen was saying that he wanted to be prepared before opening his church, his church seats 16,000 people. He wanted to be prepared first. And let me tell you something, when they did open the doors, it was like, oh, this is this is what you were trying to do. They had a whole section for like soaps and deodorants and feminine products. They had a section for toys. They had a section, you know, for clothes, gently used clothes. So yeah, opening my doors is one thing, but if I can open my doors and have us, you know, invite you to prepare, you know, it's just, okay, let me say, I'm sorry, I'm going on. I'm almost done. I think about, Uh, Hurricane Katrina and all those displaced uh, victims and they were in the dome the Superdome and they tore the dome up do y'all remember like it was like feces in the dome people fighting doing all this stuff because it wasn't a plan they just were like go to the dome go to the dome so I really I mean I'm indifferent about Joel Osteen I don't really listen to him I don't got no shade or anything I'm just he's Joel Osteen whatever um but I feel like he had a plan and now people are are sheltered and they have what they need reminds me of a Hallmark card. He just says the right thing to make you feel good so you can go about your day. I'm like, oh, he's just that person. But um, yeah, I just, I'm also very indifferent about the whole thing. I just feel like people just want to hear themselves talk. They always got something to say. I mean, people, it's so crazy how when situations come up, and for me, it's eye-opening because I get to really see how people think. People that I rock with before, and then they'll put some stuff up, and I'm like, wait, you really feel that way? Like, you don't even know the whole story, my nigga. Like, you don't even know the whole story. Like, you don't know. Like, you sitting here getting half story off of a social media post from someone that who knows where they came from that's like, oh, my God, I'm posting a picture of what's supposed to be the church, but it could be your backyard. Like, I just, I hate that. Like, we live in this, and I that's the only thing that I agree with Trump on is fake news. I, I agree with him on that. Like, we literally go off of this, like, one piece of information that comes out, especially because our main source of information is Facebook. We get news articles from Facebook. We get CNN from, like, people don't be watching the news like that anymore. 
And fake news is real. Okay, let me tell you something. This really, I agree with you with the whole fake news thing. And I was on Facebook, and people, there's two things I just want to point out that really annoyed me. They had a picture of Obama and one of his daughters. I don't know which one it was. And they were like, Obama is in Texas um, feeding people. And that was from 2015, okay? But let me get to all the, the Trump supporters out there, those who got something to say. This is this really gave me joy. So I went through this BuzzFeed like Twitter thing or whatever, and they were like, oh, um, one person was like, yeah, y'all upset with Trump, but I remember Obama was playing golf during Hurricane Katrina. Er? Was that President Bush? The president, like, Obama, and then someone commented, it gave me joy. He was like, Hurricane Katrina, 2005, President Obama, 2009. Yeah, like, come on. Come on. So, yeah, people just, they want to say, they want to see things the way they want to see them. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, yeah, so that whole Joel Olstein situation, just read, read your facts before you make a decision because you end up looking real stupid. And instead of you taking your time to do all these elaborate Facebook posts, do something else for the people in Houston. How about that? Ma'am, ma'am. Can you say it again for those in the back? Instead of you, you in the back in the corner with your sunglasses on, instead of you on Facebook coming up with all these posts and these arguments, put your energy into doing something for the people of Houston. Oh, my God. That gives me so much joy. Um, <laughs> so let's take a quick break and we'll be back. Um, thank you, Ashley, the social wife for feeding me with laughter. I hope that my, my followers are also getting some laughs and just to make your day a little bit better. Keep it locked. Show number 33 of the Eye of Ross show on avioradio.com. something my and little Say the black of the belly, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh, and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sisters on welfare. Tupac kids, if don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. And when you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. But please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up. Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up. And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him. And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him. Cause sister, you don't need and I ain't trying to catch up, I just call them how I see You know what makes me young has that When brothers make dates and leave a young mother to be a cat And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman And I came from a woman I wonder why we take from our women Why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women Be real to our women
Welcome back. You're listening to the I of Ross show on ablradio.com. I'm here with my co-host, Ashley Adams, the social wife. We are having an amazing time. Um, you were just telling me how you love Solange, Cranes in the Sky, and then proceeded to sing for me. Did you want to do that again on air? It's just like Cranes in the Sky. Y'all ready for it? Yes! <laughs> oh my God. Yo, so we're here talking about um, Insecure. Because that is the only show that I'm up to date on. I am behind on Power. I'm behind on Game of Thrones. And I just, quick rant. I hate every single one of you that ruins shows. I hate you with a deep passion. Like, and I know people are like, well, just don't get on social media. Like, bitch, I'm trying to live my life. Like, you don't have to ruin the show. You don't have to talk about it. Or you could do a meet me in the comments. Be, be you know, are you a, you ruin shows? I'm not a show ruiner, but you real behind. Like, they can't hold their life forever. No, no, no. But, okay, I'm only behind Game of Thrones on one episode. But I can't even listen to, like, I can't even listen to, like, some of my favorite podcasts. Because they'll they'll be like, yeah, so, girl, last night, did you see who died? And then they'll say the name. And I'm like, it's it's crazy. So, but Insecure, I am caught up on. And that last episode, Hella Blows. Can we talk about... There's a lot of different things that happened in that episode that I think that as a black woman we should address. Um, And I know that some of my listeners are like, oh my God, Rob, what the fuck happens to the music? Like, this is supposed to be music. But you know what, bitch? Let me live my life. This is my own platform. And I feel like talking this week because I have a lot on my mind. So, yes. Um, But yeah, so Insecure, if you have not um, watched it, then this is where you depart. I'm giving you enough time to go ahead and leave. See, I care about my followers. But it's Wednesday, and you've had four days to catch up. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm giving you a heads up. So bye. Um, you can fast forward to the end of the show. Uh, for everyone else, Insecure, let's talk about Issa Rae and her hotation falling apart, first of all. <laughs> Which I feel like every woman should have a hotation at some point in their life, even if it's like a little bit or just, you know, live your life. But you're looking at me like I don't agree. No, no, no. I was thinking about my hotation day. <laughs> they, they, were, they were a good run? They, they were, in college, I had a very a very brief hotation. It maybe lasted like a month. And it wasn't like a huge hotation. So, I mean, I was trying to think, is it a total hotation or is it like a hotate? I don't know. Oh, is one one hotate? It <laughs> just made it one time. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. She, a lot of people were up in arms about the very ending of that um, show where she was giving head to what's that boy name? Daniel to Daniel, <clears throat> and it looked like she was giving some really good head, and he nutted all over her face. And she, first of all, okay, this just the point where she was holding the towel over her eye because you know the nut went her eye. She got in the car and um, <laughs> the, she went in the Uber. And it was an Uber uh, pool, so it was multiple people in the car. And the driver said, it's a carpool. <laughs> it's a carpool. Because <laughs> he was like, Issa? She's like, yeah. He's like, ah, oh, Issa carpool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought that was perfect because, honestly, ever since the whole Issa phrase came out, I always think of her. I'm like, how does she feel now that her name is a, a meme? Or, like, you know, uh, 21 Savage created a whole album off of the word Issa, and her name is Issa, you know, so, but the fact that she answered it didn't give me great joy. But what are your thoughts on that? She was really upset. Um, I was confused as to why she was upset that happened. Is it because of how he did it? I mean, no one wants what's called a facial. Um, And no, I'm not talking about a sugar scrub. I'm talking about the penile liquid projecting on your face. No one likes, I mean, I don't prefer that. It does, it feels like it's disrespectful. Like, Dude, you just like, came on my face. But she, he did warn her that he was getting ready to come. So she was all into it. She need to, if you're going to come and you don't want, you're not going to swallow or you don't want anybody to come in your face, then you need to put your listening ears on. So when you get that warning, you know, okay, time to abort mission. Let me back off. So, but like when a guy says like, I'm about to come and you know, my apologies in advance for any of my conservative listeners, but, um, <laughs> When a guy says they're about to come, can't they manage where they go? I feel like a man can designate, you know, I'm going to projectile in this direction or in that direction. I feel like he intentionally 
was like, <laughs> maybe he thought she was going to swallow. And then maybe it was like a pull out. Um, I love that sound. I'm just going to. So I don't know. But when someone, when you are performing fellatio on a man and he says he's about to come, that is a warning. Like that is, okay, you can either finish the job yourself or let me duck and dodge. Unless you are, you know, a person that swallows, then, you know, whatever. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. But I would have been really angry. Oh, so, so you agree with Issa and being angry yeah. um, in that moment. Do you think that, that he really likes her or did he really, like, treat her like a hoe in that moment? I don't. With everything that has gone on in the past and their history. I think he kind of does like her. But here's the thing, Miss Issa Rae. You want to be on a hotation, but you upset when someone on your face like a hoe. Like, you're in a hotation right now. So you might get some hoe treatment. Now, I'm sorry that your hoes weren't acting right. And, you know, the Spanish dude wasn't trying to sleep with you and you kicked him out. All that stuff. I'm sorry that your hoes were not lined up. But you are in a hotation, not a relationship. Hmm. Mm. Speaking of relationship, let's talk about Molly and Molly's whole vibe and what she's got going on. Basically falling for someone who is married, who is open to an idea of an open relationship. <laughs> y'all, I really wish y'all see this woman's face. Why did you make a face like, bitch, please? Do we know that he's in an open relationship? Here's the thing. We're only hearing that from him. So is it only open to him and his wife? And I have no idea. Like, I've been wondering that since the moment he said it. Okay, so let's hypothetically say that it is, just okay. for the sake of argument, until next week's episode. Because in the previews, we're going to meet his wife. They're going to actually have an interaction together. So I think we'll answer the question of, are they really, or is it just his way of sleeping with Molly? But let's say that they are, you know curious what are your thoughts on open relationship open marriage because this has been a conversation that has been circulating in the black community black love community specifically polyamory has come up quite a bit in conversation as of recent and i'm curious because you are married and what your thoughts are on that not in this house um you know i'm good and married i love my husband i don't want to share i'm selfish but when i think about it honestly when i i've seen the videos of like this girl like this is why you need two wives that's more income that's more this that's more that and i'm like hmm logically that sounds okay but again i'm a church girl spiritually i made a covenant with my husband so I, i'm not gonna invite somebody else into that because then that just gets messy like the vows i made are between him and i or is that the right way me and him is it him and i okay him and that sounds like a name too. him and I so the vows I made are between the two of us so I don't feel like it's necessary for us to open that he doesn't get any hall passes um yeah that doesn't work in our house and that's something that we both agree on so yeah it's a cute fantasy but mm, not a reality do you think it depends on the relationship because some relationships I have a friend who shall rename remain nameless I always mess that up and this person is has like you know I feel like if I say it, they're gonna know but this person has multiple partners lives with them it's popping and it works yeah yeah and it works it works perfectly so I, I think it's kind of situational but I do believe that it has to be some type of foundation a strong strong foundation I'm not opposed to it uh, in terms of live your life, if that's what you live. I remember I met this girl who was, she was married and she uh, had a boyfriend who was not her husband. And her boyfriend is like this prominent lawyer, like, and she was just like leaving her boyfriend to go back to her husband. I'm like, does your husband know? She's like, yeah. And my boyfriend has a wife. It was just a... <laughs> It was just a lie. It was just a lie. And I'm like, are you okay with this? She's like, yeah, because everybody knows. She's like, there's honesty. Everyone's honest. There's communication. And I was just like, God, does somebody, I feel like somebody's losing out in this scenario. Somebody is. And they might not voice that. But like, I don't know. It's just, it gets weird. And I remember I have another story of a friend who was, who went on a date with a woman who was married. She's like, yeah, I'm just looking for a boyfriend. <laughs> it's like a thing. It's a, it's a thing. Listen, it's whatever floats your boat. Like, I may not agree with it morally. I may not agree with it, like, for my household. 
But if that's what you do, I'm not here to be like, uh-uh, if that's what works for you, look, that's your business. Like, that's always my mindset with stuff. But, I mean, it is a thing. Monique, you remember Monique and her husband, and she was like, I give him a hall pass, which I feel like that was kind of like publicity type stuff. Because then when they talked about it, because I listened to the little podcast, I was like, I want to see what she's talking about. She was like, if he want to go, he can do that, but he's not going to. I was like, okay, so basically you're, it's like a mind thing. Like, like a, re- a reverse psychology, like, ah, you can't can go but bitch don't go <laughs> exactly exactly and I asked my husband I'm like so I asked him I said babe would you want a hall pass would you want seven days because here's the thing like if I if we weren't married and I, I have if I take my morality my personal like Christian beliefs out of it I I sex is just sex when so I really feel like if my husband like if we were I don't know. I just don't think that I would just be like, "Uh uh-uh, you fall in love. Like, I would have rules to it. Like, if you're going to sleep with this person, you can never see them again. It's a one-time thing. Y'all ain't texting each other. Like, those would be, like, my my little rules. But for me, like, when I put, like, my my religious beliefs and my my spiritual belief and the fact that we are married and we are one flesh is, is what we are. We're connected. Like, no, we can't have, like, an extra arm up in the picture. Like, we just want body right now. So that's just how I am. But I don't know I think it is a thing and when I think about it from like the money side of it and the logical side like no real talk think about it you got four girlfriends okay we think it's sister wives now white people been doing this forever okay they got not all white people but they got people been doing this and so they had the whole sister wives thing and he had five wives everybody was jealous because I used to watch the show secretly everybody was jealous because the new wife was all young and cute and she was all slim and trim and they had been in the game for a minute but they ended up breaking up by the way like they had a big girl yes it was a big falling out but I get it because they all had like their separate houses within a house. They all had jobs. So think about the income that was coming in the house. Their kids are all well provided for because they got, look, I'm selling the show. I'm selling it. I'm selling the idea. You're good at selling everything. You, uh, if, if you guys are looking for a sponsorship, if you, yeah, she's accepting. She's an amazing brand ambassador because that's all you do is promote other people's shit. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, I see it. I can see like the bigger picture of it, but. Like I said, it's just not not something for me and, and Chester Lee Adams III. I, I wish it would. <laughs> Look at your face. That is funny. Not insecure is that wave. I really appreciate Issa for bringing out topics, especially for black women, um, single black women. There is no show outside of, I think Girlfriends was the last show. I know Girlfriends was the last show, I think before Insecure that highlighted like the single black woman and the things that we go through. And I think Issa does it perfectly. So shout out to that. And then there's a new show on OWN called Black Love, which I saw the previews for. And I thought that was kind of dope because if you guys remember, I think the third episode of the IRA show, I had um, Brian Dwayne on and he started, you know, a black love photo series, you know, where he was highlighting uh, pictures of black love for the very same reasons that this show was created. It was to create more visual and images of black love in the community, um, you know, that's not fake and posed, but more natural and organic, you know. So shout out to Brian Duane for that, for doing the, the, the black love photo series and having that concept going. And for that kind of becoming a thing in our community that picked up into a show where OWN Network has, I think, Viola Davis, um, Megan Good, um, Tia Maori and her husband. Um, so that's dope. You know, I think the, the first episode came out last night, I believe. It's on my to-do list of shows to watch because, you know, I just got to get my life together. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to check that out. And I know that you said that you're going to actually do a review on that, right? Yeah, I definitely want to want to get caught up. I got to watch it too. You know, I was traveling and everything, but I do want to do a review on that and um, just really highlight the reason I've, I've seen, you know, people get really offended when you put black in front of something like, you know, why does it have to be black lives matter? Why does it have to be black power? No, there's a reason it has to be that. And that's because everything else, nothing centers around, nothing highlights the positives of black people. We have to highlight it ourselves. It's so funny that she said that because with the whole Black Lives Matter, someone said, you know, pray for Houston, but also pray for Atlanta. And it was like, just kidding. That's how stupid you sound when you say, you know, all lives matter. It's like, at this particular moment, Houston is the number one city on everyone's radar. So we need to pay attention until we are, like, you see how all these efforts are going to making sure that Houston gets their life together? 
that's exactly how we feel about all these topics. It's like, yeah, we understand that everybody matters in this moment, but right now we're not getting no love and we need to direct that attention. So I, I just think that it's, it's interesting that you said that. So I want people to know where they can find you once you drop that blog post about black love and then everything, the social wife, because you are a bad ass woman. You are so dumb. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. So where can people find you? Just give me, give me everything. All right. So my personal Instagram, it's, it's all about me. That is at the underscore social wife. Um, and then, of course, I have the Social Wives Club on Instagram. Um, you can follow. It's a lot of inspiration. I actually highlight Black Love, too. I like to look at new brides and, you know, just, yeah, follow the social the social media. Follow the Instagram. I'm Twitter, I'm at the underscore social wife. I probably tweet once a month. Um, <laughs> I have a Facebook page. Oh, I'm launching the Facebook group today. Um, so that's invitation only, though. So you just hit me up. So you have to be married. So I'm not, I can't. Damn, I just got curbed on my own show. What the fuck? Okay. No, it's okay. I understand. I mean, that's like black lives. If I'm not black, I cannot participate. I get it. I get it. I'm not offended. I'm not. I just got to get married. That's the only way I can be a part. It's true. There's inclusive groups for a reason. I don't know why people think inclusive groups are not okay. Don't feel bad. It's fine. It's fine. I won't. I just won't be a part until I get married. So if you are married, um, you may get an invite. Can I invite people Absolutely. that are married? Absolutely. Or is it like super select? So it's not super select. So it's invite. It's just a private group. And the reason it's private is because we talk about private things. Like, oh, that's the plan of it. I'm in a lot of, like, marriage groups um, on Facebook, like, a lot of them. And they be talking about, oh, my husband want me to plug him. That's a whole other conversation. But, like, all these different stuff. And so I don't want you to share something intimate and then the whole world has access to your intimate. So that's why I say it's kind of private. But really, honestly, the focus of my Facebook group is to focus more on wifepreneurs, um, women who wife it's the term wifepreneur like entrepreneur yes don't judge me but it's women who are wives but they're focused on they want to get their businesses popping they want to learn how to handle their social media so I really wanted to be that type of network but at the same time even as a wifepreneur you still have a family and you're a wife so I may be talking about you know sucking some dingling tomorrow but I need you to figure out how to try to make something on Canva so it all it all comes together so yeah so and also make sure to check out the blog it's a new website I just launched it. I'm super amped. It has a forum up there. We're going to be doing like forum chats and y'all, it's going to be webinars and classes. The blog is up there. Um, you just join the club. It's the socialwivesclub.com. It's super dope. So I'm going to try to check it out. I am so proud of you. Oh my God. That's so dope. So yes, make sure you go and check it out. Ashley Adams is a very, very dear friend of mine. Um, we have like conference calls maybe twice a month if at and you know we catch up on everything she is just like an amazing human being so definitely make sure to go check her out um she has a beautiful family beautiful spirit and um i can't wait to see what the future um unfolds for you is that the term yes and i feel like just because i'm on the eye of rasho that i should just end by saying namaste is that right is that a yeah no that's a perfect way to end i do i do end my 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 um i i guess well you know what let's let's have like a let me let me do my plugs and then I want you to have like a little inspiration for my people. You could do it on the fly. But before we end, um, you know, I have a lot of stuff going on. It's Labor Day weekend, so um, you know, I want to make sure that you guys know about where to donate and all of that. So on the Instagram page, I will have. Um, information on where you can donate if you want to donate um, you can also for me what I've done is I've reached out to people that I know personally in Houston if I see a Facebook status or someone that's directly impacted I'll reach out to them individually I think that's the best way to be honest if you don't know anybody then try to find out always ask how can I help instead of just giving your money like blindly so with the whole Houston situation just be very wise don't be don't be foolish in your decisions um don't feel any type of way if you cannot donate praying is always just okay i know people make you feel guilty just for praying but if that's all you can do just send out that good vibes you know i definitely believe that that energy can transcend all the way to houston um you know other than that be safe this weekend 
for Labor Day weekend. Unfortunately, it is very sad to say that Control Rise will be canceled tomorrow night. Um, however, we will be back next Thursday at 8 p.m. at Slice. So make sure you pull up. This week you have a week off. Um, on Saturday, I will be DJing at Taste ATL Silent Disco Edition. It's going to be dope. You already know the channel that I'm going to be playing on. It has the reggae, the soca, the Afro beats. So make sure you tune into my channel. And that is going to be at 256 Walker Street. Advanced tickets are available at Taste dash atlanta.com make sure you guys come out it's going to be super fun and then sunday i will be performing for my first festival which backtrack when january started uh i was like i need to perform at a festival i don't know which one but i need to perform at a festival and this is my first one it's a very small one but i'm very excited because the lineup is really awesome and the festival is called lazy day fest i love it because it's 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 the it's Labor Day weekend. Everybody's always doing the most, but this is just a chance to come out in your most comfortable clothes, you know, have a blanket and just kick back and listen to some really good music. My set is going to be at 7 p.m. I'm going to also be playing the Caribbean tropical house vibes because people love when I play that and that is my heritage. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it right. Um, there's also going to be... Um, Midnight Panda, Miko, Divine Interface, Anonima, Kashif, and Turn Up Tony. Shout out to them. Stay at Home Dad, Habit, and Cleo Trippy are on the lineup. The flyer is on my Instagram, so if you missed all of that, you can check it out. Don't forget to always live in the moment. I'm going to pass the mic to my beautiful co-host, who is going to leave you with a bit of inspiration. And then we're out. You're listening to The Eye of Ross Show on avioradio.com. Can I make a quick announcement? So next on the September 8th, I know she was giving all these dates and I was like, wait a second, I got something going on. I'm sorry. On September 8th, I am going to be uh, doing creative whining with a friend of mine. It's super dope. We're going to do wine tasting. So it's going to be a cute setup of wine tasting. And then after that, we are doing a craft. We're creating a floral design. So it's with Lasting Moments event and Warren Forest. Uh, the social wife will be in the building. Um, check it out on Eventbrite. Just on Eventbrite, Wine and Design, September 8th. You'll know what it is. So with that being said, my little baby announcement, um, I want to when she asked me to say something I was like oh you know y'all I'm a Jesus lover and I'm not ashamed of it so I was like let me find a scripture that'll like really fit like what's going on about unity because we were talking about Black Lives Matter and coming together for Houston and so I found the scripture first Peter 3 and 8 it says finally all of you be like-minded be sympathetic love one another be compassionate and be humble like that's life that's what we need to do. So it's all these things going on. Sometimes we feel like we're being selfish and we, we're thinking about ourselves and what can we do and, you know, just all those different things. But at the end of the day, we have to be like-minded. We have to all come together for one purpose, and that's to elevate, you know, whatever. Houston's going on. All right, let's all come together for Houston. Oh, something's going on with black lives, which is always something going on. Well, let's all come together and stop being divided. Everything, all of this uh, craziness and chaos that happens on social media it all comes from division people creating what they want to create they're just it's division and so that's where we got to be like-minded we have to be sympathetic and love one another that's just all said and done like people are going through stuff let's love them let's be there for them you can't always be a bank account but you can be a friend you can be an ear you can like their facebook status when they say they're going through something girl i've been through the same thing like be sympathetic be like-minded uh love one another be compassionate i feel like we're missing compassion like things happen and it's almost like people are just stone cold to it and compassion is not saying uh let's pray for houston that's not compassion that's just like oh let me just put this up so y'all know i know what's going on like no let's let's show forth compassion to people kind of see them where they are and what they're going through and then be humble so yeah i think that was a perfect scripture y'all i just want to say this has been amazing I love DJ Impress Ra. Do you hear me? But uh, I really appreciate you allowing me to be on the show. Um, this has been just an awesome conversation. Just, it's really good. It's like some real black girl magic up in here, okay? Yes. It's like real black girl magic. So, so yeah. And so I just want to encourage everyone that with everything going on, like uh, DJ Empress Ra was saying before, make sure yourself is taken care of before you try to take care of somebody else. Make sure you're in the right mind. And if you can't do anything but pray for somebody, pray for them. If you can't, you know, if that's all that you can do, do it. But at the end of the day, let's be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate, and sit down and be humble.
Thank you. Love y'all. Hey, we about to play Kanye. I'm not Kanye West. Kendrick Lamar, be humble after that. That's how we're ending this show. Mm. All right, y'all. Peace, love, and life.